ready to are we recording? Where, 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 where? I think I, I checked everything. I'm pretty sure everything is on the green. I think everything's on the green. Oh, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day. How y'all feeling, man? I like that polo, man. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. <laughs> the ladies love, and I mean love it. They love a, they love a black man in a polo. Hey, man. That's, that's for sure. They'll let you, it's non-threatening. <laughs> exactly. You know? you know, you know, they knew you could, you didn't just come from court. Yep. You know, they know you have to be somewhere where you got to wear a collar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mm-hmm. it's it's a win win mm-hmm. for both sides. <laughs> How you doing, Alec? I'm doing all right. I'm it's a wonderful Thursday. It's cold down here in the in the studio. Well, it's a cold world. It, it is a <laughs> cold world. It is. It is. We learned that this week. Mm. We learned that this week. That's for sure. On and off the ice. Yeah. I mean, shut. I mean, yeah. Like. First, the first things first, cold world. Yo, I just want y'all to know we praying, we praying for Brittany Griner to get back home. Man. Yeah. We're praying for her to get back home. Yeah. This shit. She we got just, transferred to a like a working camp or something like that. Yeah, it's some penal colony that I like when I read that the word. Penal colony. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, like no bullshit. That shit remind I just instantly went to like handmaid's tale. Yeah. Like instantly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. penal colony in Russia, they got her out there in like Sokovia, like mm-hmm. Like trying to like dig for iron, I don't know, dog. Like some wild shit. That's yeah. what my brain went to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, in Siberia, they got her in her dreads frozen and shit. Like that's like instantly what my brain went to, and it's like, it's. I know that things are complicated, and I know that at the end of the day, it's like we want her home, and we but we have to understand, and we do understand that it's like, dog, it ain't that easy. Yeah. It ain't that easy. No, the, the and it ain't as easy as people think it is. Like, oh, just go get her. Like, what Biden, yeah. what are you doing? Like, fam. Just do a prisoner swap. You know, guys don't understand which prisoners they want to swap. Want, bro. They want the dude that's called the merchant of death, bro. Yeah. They want a dude that's called the make, merchant of death. He can make he can make a bomb out of a straw and yeah, shoelaces. Like, yeah, like understand? I'm a diver like, ass this isn't, James Bond yeah. dude. And it's like yeah. and it sucks, but it's like who would like if 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 Biden was to do that, mm-hmm. do you um, can you imagine what the blowback of that would be, yo? Like, why did you go get her? Because she's a celeb. I know. Yeah. We know, dog. This is a black woman. This yes. is, a, you know what I mean? Like a black, a lesbian black woman lesbian, that. LBGTQ woman. We that. know that. Yes. But to them, people are going to take that as, not only take it as like, it'll be a huge PR hit and all mm-hmm. that. And I know y'all don't want to hear about PR. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, then think about this. Like I just said, the dude is called the merchant of death. Yeah. Do you really think that's a fair trade? Mm. It's mm. not. It's not. And that's why things are fucked up and they're over there playing games. Yeah. And they don't want to let her go. Don't let they're her go. playing games. And they, and from the stuff I've been reading since her conviction in particularly, you know, they, they've been pulling on her for a minute and to use her as a pawn for a very, very for long real? time. Because the things that she was caught up with, the vape pen and all that, it, let me put it this way, right? Russia understands celebrity the same way we understand celebrity. Mm. The people, right? So they already knew the type of stuff she was into, but you're a celebrity, so we're just going to let you be. Mm. But the second they saw, okay, with all the stuff that they're doing with Ukraine and all this other, it's like, okay, we need a pawn that we can use. Which person can we use? Okay, it's going to be her. Mm. And they got to, you know, uh, take care of multiple birds with one stone. 
Because yeah. at the same time, we understand not necessarily the people. I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the powers that be over there, how they feel about people within the LGP to, uh, within the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's so many layers to this. Yep. And it's just my opinion that off of the information I've read, she was targeted for mm-hmm. this very thing. We need someone to give us some type of cover while we're doing this, all these yeah. different moves we're going to make. In. And hey, worst, worst comes to worst, prisoner exchange. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask for something that we know they, they, then they don't want to give us. They can't match it. They can't really give us, you know? So Lord willing, the circumstances will change. I'm sure the universe is working in her favor to get her out. Yeah, because you so know. So if you are praying, continue to pray. If you are sending positive thoughts, continue to send positive thoughts. Yeah. Free Britney, man. For real. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for that. Thank you for giving me that insight. I did not know that. Um, well, welcome back, everybody. Episode, um, I want to say 58, I think. Once again, doesn't matter. We're approaching 60. Yeah, you know what I mean? Numbers, numbers, time is a concept. You know what I mean? doesn't really exist. So this is just- There you go. I mean, time is a flat circle. So all these- There ep- you go. All these, episodes, all these episodes are coming out at the same time and you're listening to them all at the same time. So don't <laughs> worry about it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. All at once, exactly. Um, episode 58. We got a few things we want to get to tonight. Um well, it'll be this morning when you're listening to it. If you're if you're a loyal fan and you listen to it once it pops up at seven thirty in the morning. That's loyalty. That's loyalty. <laughs> uh, uh, we wanna get to the happenings with um the Boston Bruins. We wanna talk about the Celtics, an update on how we feel about the season so far. We wanna talk about um Jeff Saturday being hired in the NFL as the new interim coach of the Indianapolis Colts and our feelings towards that. Um, what, what else? I try my best, you know, when I, when I, I'm a shitty producer because for many reasons, glad but, that but, you're taking ownership. You're right. I'm trying to, that's my, that's my new year's resolution. Three, nine months, 10 months, 11 months into the year. Um, it's trying to take more accountability. Um, because I used to put timestamps you know what I mean? But I got lazy. It's so funny, right? When I was editing the podcast and it was taking me a whole fucking day, I would do the timestamps. I would do this and the third. Now when it now when it takes me literally fifteen minutes to edit this podcast and put it out, I don't put a, I don't put the timestamps. <laughs> and I'm a piece of shit. And I'm gonna try and be better. Yeah. P-O-S. You know, and it's not because I want you guys, you know how they do them tactics sometimes. They want you guys to listen to the whole podcast or whatever when you wake, wake, just so you can like hear the thing you really want us to talk, want us to discuss. It's really not even that. It's really just laziness. It's really just pure laziness. So you're going to have to listen to this whole thing and figure out when we talk about when you, what you want to talk about or just speed through it, nigga. You know what I mean? The fuck? Um, Which I want to start with. Um, how about we start with the situation with the Bruins? Gotcha. And okay. um, that's everything that's going on there. Mm-hmm. So, are you familiar? Have you read up a little bit on the Alex? So, or know a little bit about the scenario? Uh, it's extremely vague. Okay. All right. Well, Jeremy will probably give a a nice you know synopsis. So the synopsis is this, right? The Bruins draft a player by the name of Mitchell Miller, right? Question. We drafted him? No. 
No, oh. the Bruins signed a player gotcha. okay, by okay, the name okay. of Mitchell Miller, right? Gotcha. He is a 20-year-old professional hockey player. He, I'm sorry, just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the victim statement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? That's what I want to start with. I want to read the victim statement, and then I want to go into the backstory in terms of everything that's happening, right? Or should I give them the synopsis first? What do you think, Chuck? Um, just give a qu- the quick synopsis is, is synopsis so the- is that is like a Bruins play a, a Bruins signed a kid who like what he had like a history of abuse, bullying, and teasing and abusing someone back when he was fourteen years old. Gotcha. A player that was drafted by another team of the NFL. In the NHL, mm-hmm. NHL, same thing. NHL, no, right? <laughs> Another team, the NHL, who once they learned of this, dropped him, mm-hmm. right? And then this kid, by the name of Mitchell Miller, got shopped around by a NHL agent, and that agent was able to get him a deal from the Bruins. Gotcha. Boom. The Bruins announced the deal, and once the public out here in Grand Old New England, mm-hmm. right, last got got hip to the situation. And did their own due diligence and learning about who this person actually was. Let's just say we weren't having it yes. around these parts. No, we were not. Because it's fair to say here in Massachusetts is pretty much a state where bullies get bullied. Yes. You yes, understand? Indeed. We don't take too kindly. We do not like bullies. Yeah, we do not take kindly to that. Whether, no matter what capacity, no we matter what power you we have. We literally just hired, we do literally just elected a female um a, a female lesbian governor. Mm-hmm. We don't play that here, yeah, at all, yeah, at all. We have a we have a a, a lesbian, um, a female lesbian governor. Um, shout out to Mara Haley, mm-hmm. and then we she have a Hooper too. Yeah, she she's a hoop. Hooper, exactly, she a hooper. exactly. She a yeah, shout out to our, <laughs> shout out to Mara Haley. Um, and then. We and then the the mayor of 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 Boston is a woman, mm-hmm. of course, and then we elected the attorney general as a yep. black woman. Black like woman. yo, listen, ah, yeah, yo, listen, we're yeah. not looking to step back here <laughs> in Massachusetts. We're not looking Shout to step to back Massachusetts in Massachusetts yeah, in like, any capacity, yo, keep bro. Doing it, yeah, like, keep doing it. So yeah. that's a quick synopsis of everything with the situation. Now here's what I want to do. I want to read a statement from the victim, and for the record, I'm not going to say the victim's name, even though he states his name within. The, his own statement and the reason why is because at the end of the statement he explains that now he is enduring online bullying mm-hmm. as it relates to this situation mm-hmm. so here's a statement I am blank I would like to make a statement I have been bullied since I was in the first grade there were not too many black kids at my school I was called brownie and nigger Kids said my black mom and dad didn't love me. That's why I have white parents. Mitchell used to ask me to sit with him on the bus, and then he and his friends would punch me in the head. This happened my whole time at school. When I went to junior high, Mitchell would spit in my face and called me a N-word. I stopped telling... Sorry, hold on. Let me give, give myself a second. Okay. <clears throat> I stopped telling because they called me a snitch. And, and I would get made fun of. 
I have to say, I, I had to say I was his nigger to sit at the table and he made me clean the whole table. He threw food at my face. I was called nigger every day. The office would tell me to stay away from him because he wasn't my friend. Once he got expelled from school, his friends started bullying me. Hmm. He pretended to be my friend and made me do things I didn't want to do. In junior high, I got beat up by him. Everyone thought he was cool, but I didn't see how someone can be cool when you pick on someone and bully someone your entire life. Middle of October, I was being texted constantly every day until I answered a Snapchat and IG message from Mitchell Miller. He asked me why I have my parents doing stuff for me and why I can't speak for myself. Mm. I told him, I don't care what my parents say. I'm old enough to speak for myself. He told me he was sorry and that the apology didn't involve hockey. He told me he was doing stuff in the community and helping the youth, and he wanted to be my friend. I told him, that's cool, but where is the proof, though? He didn't give me any proof. All the lies I have been told from him for so many years, I don't believe what Mitchell told me. He kept asking me to be his friend and that he had changed over the years from what he did. I told him, I'm not just going to be your friend after all you did to me. I am now getting messages on social media from people calling me. Let me take another second. I am now getting messages on social media from people calling me a slow, retarded, ass clown and you stupid n-word saying that I need help Mitchell is not my friend it hurts my heart what he did to me so I wanted to tell everyone when Mitchell says we are friends it isn't true (laughs) I can't take more of this. That is the end of the statement. Wow. Now, um, I first read that statement yesterday while I was, you know, sitting at my desk right after I got done listening to a podcast that featured you, Stacey King or you, Stace King, who happens to be a black sports agent who's representing Mitchell Miller. Okay. The way I felt yesterday when I read this, I do not feel that same. I didn't feel that same way when I woke up this morning and slept on it, Mm -hmm. but reading it again, all the negative feelings are coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I've said this before. 
and this is and this is the type of man I am. I do my best to find forgiveness in my heart for people, and particularly after they apologize for something that they've done, and if I feel that it is genuine. And even if I don't feel the apology is genuine, or even if no apology is issued at all, I do my best to try to find a way to, to forgive people, not for them, but for me. Because here's something you have to understand about the human spirit and the body, right? Hating somebody else, holding on to negative energy related to somebody else is equivalent to taking, to swallowing a cyanide capsule and waiting for the other person to die. It's toxic. It's in you. And while you're holding it, it's going to do more harm to you than it could possibly do to anybody else. Yesterday, when I was, you know, reading articles, trying to learn more about the situation, I ain't going to front. I, I pulled up Mitchell's stats. Not because I want to see how many freaking goals he scored mm -hmm. or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I wanted height and weight. Mm -hmm. I wanted to size them up. Because <laughs> my spirit at the time was on sight. Mm -hmm. On sight. Yeah, we don't like bullies, man. Because like again, where we're from, bullies, bullies get, get bullied. bullied. Yeah. With yeah. that said, I want you guys to offer your opinion about that statement I just read. Because, quite frankly, I need to take a deep breath and just sit with this for a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. To come thank with you. proper energy for this show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for reading it. Because it's like, um, I didn't get a chance to read it. And thank you for, you know, going through that whole range of emotions again, you know, for, for the sake of us and for the sake of the listeners. Um, you know, people say, it's like, I understand people. Oh boy. Oh boy. I know. On the, on the Bruins, on, um, on, a, on, I'll, before I get on a personal level, I just take it to the Bruins level. Um, and the, the wildest shit about this, right. Is that, when all this whole news broke, the Bruins were like 10 and one, bro. Like 10 wins, one loss, like dominating, literally dominating. Number best record in the league, starting off the season, like incredible, incredible, better than we can ever expect, expected. And this is without Brad Marchand, you know? And so it's like you bring in, you bring in all this negative press for a player that you don't need. You didn't even need him. You didn't even need him. And then when me and Jeremy were talking yesterday, like you mentioned to me that like the Bruins and Cam Neely, who's the general manager, said that they did their due diligence, but at the same time, they had never reached out to the victim. Never reached out to the victim and, see, and, said, and seen what he had to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? You're correct. You're correct. And... It's just, there's like a, a certain level of like, I mean, what, what else can you expect from America, right? <laughs> like the, the almighty dollar, the almighty, like that is, we, we talk, you know, talk out of the sides out of our mouth when we talk about accountability and respect and, and all this other shit. But when it comes to a dollar, all that shit is out the window. Name every scandal. Name everything that, especially the stuff that you that we have going on around, like right now. Um, 
it's just disgusting. It's really disgusting. There's no really, I, I, I wish I had more words for it. But it's like, it's just a whole range of emotions I'm going through right now. Mm -hmm. And I really don't even have the words for it because I can, I do have the words for it, yeah. but I could go all day. Yeah. You yeah. know, and long, long story short, I hope people have learned something, which I, I hope, I, I, I hope they do, but they probably didn't. Um, I hope that they learn that like, like, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I some, know. I know that like, we want to forgive. Yes. And we want to be that, we want that to be, you know, tenant, the tenant of our society. We have, we have a P a system in place that is, that is focused on, um, rehabilitation mm -hmm. that's everything that mm -hmm. we try to you know the person like a, a, a person like like miller he's supposed to have the opportunity to to um he's supposed to have the opportunity to to, re to right to his re wrongs to right his wrong and yeah. to rehabilitate and he still but, has that opportunity right right and that and that's and that's my point it's like but he still hasn't done that no he has not that like so for people that are like Oh, he was 14. And, and mind you, this is what Jeremy just, what Jeremy just, just, just rifled off. That's not even all the things he did. Yeah. We're not talking about taking a lot. What was it? A lollipop putting in, in a, he took a, a lollipop, put it in a urinal, lollipop, push pop, whatever the term no, is, no, not yeah. ice cream though, like a lollipop, right? Yes. Uh -huh. Put it in a, in a urinal or a toilet, swirled it around the rim and then had the victim eat it. Yeah. At a high school basketball game, and you want to hear the and you want to hear what his agent says to try to mind you. And I don't think I don't think you also mentioned this through this because it wasn't mentioned in the thing. You the other part. Not only was this kid African American, this kid was also he's also has adopted. No, not adopted, but he's also has some type of developmental issues. Yes, so he would be in classes. <clears throat> He would be in classes for individuals who had difficulty learning. Some, yeah, right, Alex? Some of his classes. Right, Alex? Yeah, yeah. So who would be in those type of classes? And you want to hear some of the comments that you, Stacey King, who was? Mr. Miller's agent, mm -hmm. had to say? Well, he was in a, he, him, and Miller, him and Mr. Miller were in some classes together. Now, for those of us who know how schools operate, Doug. So, what was he in gym class with? Him? Art class. Art class. Yes, yes. Those classes are mixed, one hundred percent. The fuck does that mean? Excuse my language. Yo. <laughs> now, Yo. right. And another comment that <laughs> that this agent decided to put out there, as it relates to this whole situation is well hey you know as far as the whole lollipop incident mr miller he didn't first go to the victim he, he first tried it on a couple of other kids who refused <laughs> so it wasn't like he was targeting him oh no it particularly he's just a piece of shit all around <laughs> and then right and, and here's the part. Yes. And here's the Sorry. part for me that always, that, that has me like, mm, right? 
You Stacey King, and I'm sure I said this earlier, he's a black man. And I haven't had the opportunity to verify the structure of his agency, whether he's the owner of the agency, but I'm pretty sure he's not the owner of the agency. The way he explained it was another member of the agency approached him to represent Mr. Miller. So mm. let me get this straight. Interesting. How convenient. Mm. You're one of how many black sports agents in the NHL. In the National Hockey League. And of all the sports agents out there, of all the sports agencies, Mr. Miller happens to get a black agent mm. to represent him. him. A black agent who happens to sit on the, hit up, sit on the, I don't know the full name of it, but essentially the, the diversity council of, course. of the NHL. Of course. And then... Again, and this, this, the, the ultimate point I'm going to get to, right, is another element of this is the black apologists yes. for racism. Yes, 100%. And, 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 have, yeah, and how y'all ain't we, watching, y'all ain't watch, you haven't watched Atlanta this season. No. You know last season of Atlanta? No. I, I oh, went, now, now that I know it's boy. the last season, I'm just going to binge it all. Oh, I've watched a few episodes. No, of I meant the, not the last season, the last season. Last season, no. Last season of Atlanta. Atlanta's okay. one of those shows I went to binge. Have you, have you, have you seen it? Yeah. Did you remember that last? Did you see last season? Yeah. You saw the episode when they made when they made Paperboy, when it was like he needed to apologize for that for that that fashion house that made that Central Park Five. I don't remember. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Never. But, but, but it was literally that. It was yeah. literally we need a black person to apologize for us to say we're not racist. Yes. Yes. Like, but go on. So, the agent here, Mr. King, goes on to say, and also when. When this all happened, there were 14, and Mr. Miller had a case, a criminal case, a juvenile case at that, but nonetheless, a criminal case related to the matter. Well, the judge was black. Let's, let's, and, and let's put this in proper context. Mr. Miller is 20 years old. Now 20, now 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, no, he's, I'm saying, like, that wasn't that long ago. No, no. That was six years ago. That was six years ago. He's two years removed from high school. Think of the day, think of the day when Donald Trump got elected. You mm. still remember that day. Mm. It was very recent in your mm. memory. That's when this was happening. Mm. Yes. So this agent goes on to say, well, also the judge in the case who decided the matter, adjudicated the matter, he's African-American as well. Oh. And he felt, and I'm not going to knock the judge here because again, there's nuance to it. I haven't read the case files. I'm just saying what the agent said, right? And he said, well, the judge felt that race didn't have anything to do with the situation. You're my nigger. Because Mr. Miller, at the age of 14 down to the first or second grade, when he first started abusing this child, how could he understand the gravity of the, of the, of the oh, word Oh, God. All right. Enough. 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 I'm tapping out. Enough. Enough. Hmm. Enough. Enough. So... I will wrap it uh, up. Uh, let, me, let me just wrap mm -hmm. it up with this, okay? For the people still listening to this, all I'm going to say is this. Do your best for your own good, for your own sanity, for your own heart to find ways to forgive people. However, if you cannot, then that's fine. Forgive yourself for not being able to forgive them. Because quite frankly, some people... Huh. You know what? I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm genuinely not trying to allow this thing to turn me 
into the type of thing that it wants to turn me into. Right. And for the record, when I checked his stats to size him up, 5'10", 180 pounds. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering. <laughs> In case you were wondering, that's the name of this podcast, this episode. Um, With that said, uh, uh, ultimately wrapping up, the Bruins have now ended the contract after they got the smoke from the community. That they deserved. Cam Neely has issued an apology. What's going on at Saying that the organization dropped the ball, and he stated, and particularly they dropped the ball because they never communicated with the victim. And one person I do want to say thank you to and I rock with you is the captains of the Bruins. Yes. The one of the players. Patrice Bergeron. Mr. Patrice. Yeah, it's Patrice. It's Patrice. Mr. Patrice Bergeron. That was Living nice. up to the title of captain. captain. Sir, thank you. I salute you. That is real leadership. For real. Because he was like, hell no. Had a whole interview <laughs> like, no. nah. Before, before, nah. Before the story even got big. Like, nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Um. Nah. Yeah, and I would say, and I would say, when it comes to forgiveness, I would say for the people that are looking to be forgiven, do the work. Do the work. Do the work, and then we'll and then we'll talk. Or maybe not. And anyone on that wave of, well, you know, this kid, he has this opportunity. Woo, woo, woo. There's a lot worse things in life than not playing hockey. You know what? Know what's worse than not playing hockey? Being bullied your whole life. That's work. That's worse. Woosa. Serenity now. Yeah. Serenity now. Yeah. Serenity now. Yeah, we gotta take a little a little break after that. Like so mm. we can punch the air, punch the punching bags. Um uh, what the fuck is going on at T D Garden, man? This is like <laughs> like this so like just a bunch of like like, what is going on? He cannot be named, but I know who to blame for all this. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mr. I want to walk through the yeah. arena with my sage. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I didn't know. I, he I he was, who shall not be named. Yeah. I was, yeah, exactly. For, for sports reasons yes. in particular. Yes, 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 Man. yes. Mr. Third Eye himself. <laughs> um, but no, um... Yeah, uh, I said. I guess we'll, so. We'll stay on. We'll stay on the TD Garden, man. Yeah. We'll stay on the Garden. Uh, Let, let's pivot. Let's yeah. Let's pivot to some better news. Yes, exactly. The other team that plays in the Garden, right? The Celtics, the Boston Celtics, the Boston kid. Celtics in the Garden, in the Garden, kid. With the Bill Russell Six on their court, on their jerseys, and on every other jersey in the NBA, and on every other court in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like real talk, right? If Pay you, homage. So, so if you think about it. Technically speaking, the Celtics really don't have any road games this season. Yeah, nigga, we all because home. every court they walk onto, they have Bill Russell there and the six on the court, including where, where you ask, Staples Center, Los Angeles. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Crypto.com Arena. My, my apologies. Hamdullah. 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 Please, please respect. Please respect to Crypto.com. I violated my apologies, sir. <laughs> Clown ass. Um, the Celtics are eight and three, um, number third, third in the East right now. Number one offense. Um, yes, number one offense in the league. Number one net rating in the league. Um, I feel like the Celtics are like. I feel like I feel I'm very excited about the way the Celtics are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They've lost three games, but in that two two games, it was two overtime losses to the to the to the Cavs and one game to the to the Bulls. You know, uh, Bulls that we blew a huge lead in. Yeah. And it's like so those three those are three winnable games. Yep. Through re- through really winnable games, and I'm like could easily be eleven and zero right now. Right. You know, and um, it's really the things that I'm looking for is. Really about like like everyone just like relaxing a little bit, like from not the team but just everyone. Like I'm really like everything now is just exploratory. This is still preseason to me, you know. There's been some big games and things like that, and play players are playing um to their potential, but there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces still going on. We're still getting Malcolm uh, acclimated. We're still getting Dirk White acclimated into that starting role. Sam Hauser is playing out of his mind. About to get uh, my Sam Hauser jersey, baby. Yo. We out here. We out here. Yeah. Yo, baby. Yeah, yo. you know, dead ass. And it's like, it's very much like, I'm happy with the fact, I'm happy get with the, the ball way. to number 30. <laughs> I'm happy with the way that we're performing, but I'm also like, I don't take much stock into the first 11 games of the season. Sure. You know, because I promise you this, if we were five and five or whatever, whatever, or if we were under 500, I'd feel the same way. But that's, I know that's not how other people would feel. That, yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, look, I mean, the Utah Jazz are the number one seed in the East. In the West, do you really think that that's sustainable? It's not. It's not yeah. sustainable at all. Mm-hmm. Danny Ainge knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I need you to play out of your mind. Mm-hmm. For the first 30 games of this season, mm-hmm. because for the next freaking 52, we are going to be tanking like you've never seen and in who, your and fucking life. who are we life. taking for? Who are we taking for? Wembanyama, baby. <laughs> Wembanyama. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? And, and they're going to get him. Oh, they're Danny gonna Ainge get is going to get him. They're going to get him. Danny Ainge is going to get him. They're going to get him. Listen. And, and that's the smart thing to do. It has been written. That's the smart thing to do. Don't suck from, from tip off. Mm-hmm. You need to fool these people. You got to sell it. You got to yeah. sell it. Adam Silver's hip to the game right yeah, now. Yeah, he's watching. You got to sell it. <laughs> Lori Marketing, I need you to go crazy. I need Colin Sexton to play like, you know what I mean? Like, and if you're lucky, I just might trade y'all. Right. I just might not. I might keep y'all Yo, to ball up and, with homeboy when we get him. And, right? and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, can, I fully imagine Danny Andrews in that room. Like, here, here's the thing. Um, this is an audition. Mm-hmm. Colin Sexton. Yep. Lori Markkinen. Yep. Et cetera. Call it Kelly. You want to land on a contender? Yep. You want to win trade deadline mm-hmm. for you to be on a better team? Mm-hmm. Ball out. Ball out. And I will land you because I don't want you here neither, nigga. Yep. <laughs> yep. Y'all don't want to be here. I don't want you here. He with says the, nigga too. Yeah, with, with, the hard yeah, yeah with the hard R. With the hard R. What? 100%. But we got to respect because yeah. it's Danny Ainge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Danny Ainge is a hooper. He fought for the Celtics. I'm, I'm going to let him live. I'm Danny Ainge is taking, oh, taking a punch <laughs> from Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Right. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. So I'm going to let him live. I don't like it. I don't know, I like it. I'm going to let him live. He'll play, play for the Bruins. So I don't know. But no, like. And I fully like this audition, bro. Like you want to get out of here, I want you out of here. So ball out, mm-hmm. ball out for the first twenty games, mm-hmm. and the, the quicker you can ball out before trade deadline, mm-hmm. before January, February, the quicker I can land you in a, in a better place. Yep. So then we can get this tank on. Yep. You know, and so tank, tank, tank. So, yeah, tank. Know what I mean, like. Baby, so like I, I, said, I, I said, I said that to just say this about the set. It's way too early. It's way yeah. too early. Um, once again. Um, 
Because everybody, like, people are overanalyzing everything and it's annoying the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Like, relax. Yeah. Relax. I don't, I'm such like, especially this season, I'm just very big picture. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's course. even why, like, I don't, like, even when it comes to, like, because everybody just wants to get on it. Like, it's like people take up campaigns during seasons. And it's like, now everybody's on the Jason Tatum MVP train. <sighs> and here's the thing. That's fine and all, but it's like, my, my come on, y'all. Like, I'm concerned. With, I want Jason Tatum to be the finals MVP. Mm. That is the only MVP well, that, that I that I give a damn about. Was anybody was anybody thinking about that MVP when it was grabbing his knee at the end of the game against the Grizzlies when doing that play? Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, he, yeah. and, he, and he fell or whatever? Like, yeah. listen, bro, we like, want help. That, that, any of that energy with, that y'all trying to get for the MVP? Nah, save that energy and chant. Stay healthy. Yeah, Stay exactly. healthy. Exactly. Stay healthy. Exactly. Yeah. We don't that, want no MVP chance in the garden. We want stay healthy chance yeah, in real. the garden. Because right. I need you to be playing. The only words I want to hear were MVP. I want you to be playing MVP level yes. in the finals. Yes. I want you to play MVP levels in the playoffs. Yes. I don't need, yo, Jason Tatum does not need an MVP trophy. No. Y'all, like, there's so much of this, like, this, like, can y'all just get off of Jason Tatum's dick for one second mm -hmm. to recognize that this is a team? Yeah. And yeah. we're not in this shit for Jason Tatum to be caught. And I love Jason Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. So I want love. everything it's for Jason love. Tatum. But it's I know, love. but I know above all, I have Jason Tatum's best interest at heart because I know that if you win an MVP and we do not win an mm. NBA championship, mm. that is going to be uh, the biggest negative yep. shit on Jason Tatum. Yep. The exactly. biggest negative. And I'm speaking exactly. directly to Jason Tatum. They will use that against you. Yep. Mm -hmm. They will use that. And he said it himself. Yeah. Going into the season. Really? Okay. Like, not like about me specific, not yeah, specifically course, what I just said, but the idea of like, we are goal. I need to win a championship. He said it on a pot. He said it on the podcast with Draymond Green. Mm. And I felt like, no, I'm going to get into my conspiracy bag. Go ahead. Because Draymond Green said to him, this was a podcast. He was on Draymond's new podcast in the middle of last year. And he said to Jason Tatum, you need to win MVP next year. If you don't win MVP next year, that's a failure, right? He said that to Jason Tatum. I'm like, Who the hell Draymond is Green is playing mind games. Yeah, he is. Because yeah, Draymond is. Green knows. Yep. He knows that, that that shit is a fucking curse. Yep. Because he wants your mind on something else. Exactly. Other than winning a championship. Exactly. He wants Jason Tatum to be. He wants Jason Tatum to be thinking about individual accolades. Exactly, and that's exactly. when everyone is feeding Jason Tatum. Yep. Jason Tatum needs to be needs to all needs to be focused on team. Yes. And that's and, it. And the way he's been playing, that's exactly how he's been playing. Focusing on team. If you if you go back and listen to our first podcast after that, we took you know a little hiatus after we lost in the finals to you know. <laughs> Get our stuff together because we was busy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't in a emotionally available space to be recording after what happened, and we and we we know we, it we was went seasonal through. depression, <laughs> post post seasonal depression, <laughs> and we were you know we went through you know the the, the autopsy of the finals in particularly. <laughs> I remember us talking about what we wanted to see next season, and in particularly, I remember talking about what I wanted to see out of JT. Right, and the way he's been playing this season, first and foremost, the attacking the basket more often, mm -hmm. right? The making 
better decisions when you're handling the ball and it's time to pass the ball, right? Catch and shoot threes mm. versus all the extra dri- dribbling less, making faster decisions. And I feel like I almost want to say it's almost like you listen to the damn show. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, everything they said was correct, and I'm about to just do that. Mm-hmm. In particular, and then the number one sign I see is him and JB when attacking the basket, picking up the ball at the free throw line versus taking that extra dribble, risking getting stripped, a habit they developed against the Heat. Shout out to the Heat for instilling that in them, mm-hmm. right? Oh, y'all can't dribble two times in the lane against us. Mm-hmm. We're stripping you, right? So that adjustment of one dribble below that three-point line, two steps, and I'm in the air. Mm -hmm. The backdoor cutting that's happening on the team in general. And hitting people on the backdoor cut. You know? Like, let me ask you this. Let let me ask the listeners this. Think to yourself, right? In all your years of watching Jason Tatum, how many times did you see Jason Tatum catch the ball at the three-point line and then attack the basket immediately off of that first dribble? Rarely. You, if you counted them, you don't. You maybe will use one entire hand, maybe. Quite frankly, I can't remember a single time. Off the first dribble, no. Maybe off the third, fourth, fifth, or whatever, but not off the first dribble immediately. Yeah. To the point where he catches it, his back is to the basket, and he's turning, going right into the lane. Yeah. And it's like you know, and that's and that's where like, and that's where like. It's like I'm turning into like a negative Nancy. Huh. Like not it's just it's not a negative Nancy. It's just very much like a like fuck. Like I'm never gonna be satisfied unless I see it in the playoffs. Cause yeah. it, it's like, and that's why like I'm just very much like why I'm like, yo, team, 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 team. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I needed and what I didn't like going back to last year before last season started, and how I said, yo, I didn't want Jason Tatum to play, I didn't want him to play in the Olympics. Um because we just had a playoff, we just had a playoff run. We're going into Olympics. You're going into the season. We have a lot of you got big expectations. I don't want you to be gassed by the time we get to the end of it. Exactly. And it's like getting Jason Tatum in the the way that I see him playing in this aggressiveness in this a he's he's playing with the resolve, with a very much focused resolve. And it's like yes, I want to see that. I absolutely want to see that. But. I also want the resolve to not be in scoring. I want it to be so focused on getting everybody ready. I want Jalen and Jason to be focused in Marcus to be getting focused on getting everybody ready. And it's like for every time I see JT like getting the zone offensively, even moments where like there's a fast break and clearly Jason should pass this and he doesn't, but he lays up, he get, he scores the basket, but it's very much like, I need you to get those assist numbers up. I need you to get those rebounding numbers up. I know that you can score. I know that you can score JT. I need to see that you can do everything else mm-hmm. because it's going to be everything else we need from yeah. you yeah. in the finals, yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, when I hear like MVP shit, when I see, yo, look at Jason Tatum, dog, it like, and they're only talking about him scoring. Look at his three, yeah, exactly. look at the step back. This is, exactly. And I'm just like, yo, but yo, I need you to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I need you to be, have energy mm-hmm. and sip left in the tank. Mm-hmm. And I need you to, to be focused on getting everybody 
Involved. Involved. Yeah. And that's what, especially with Rob being gone, mm -hmm. I need, yo, I need eight rebounds out of you every yeah. night. I need five, six assists out of you every night. Yeah, you'll get your 20, 22, 23. But we played best when, yeah, Jason Tatum can average 30, mm -hmm. which he's averaging right now. I need that to get brought down. I need that to get brought down to like 24, mm -hmm. you know? And in by and and that's not like wanting to limit Jason Tatum. It's like once again, it's I already know you can score. Hold on, with the run best that back. You said you needed that his thirty point game average to be brought down to twenty four. Yeah, under, but under, but but like that that average is distributed elsewhere. Oh, I see what you mean. So you know what I mean. So if you so if in order for him to go down from thirty to twenty four points, let's say he has to take three less shots, but that means three more assists. Yes, yeah. three you, more you, assists. You rather like, less. You rather him score six less points in exchange for three or four more assists. Exactly. I understand and I yeah. and I share that idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 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 Because because that's better for the team overall. Yeah, and it's like it's not about like I am teams win championships. Fat. You know. And I know it's like I see Contrary what I see what belief. media is trying to do. Media is trying to make it. This is the, Jason Tatum in the Celtics. This is the same media and, that tried to say Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown couldn't play together. Exactly, exactly. They but don't the, want. But, they don't want Boston to be no, the it team in yeah, the NBA. Yeah, and that's why. And that's they what I don't mean. want that. That's not good for them. No. That's not good for their numbers. That's not good for their narrative. Yeah, I you the way you see people like. The way you see the conversations go and you see how the fans react and the fans want, the, you know what I mean? And all this other stuff, MVP chance, this, that, and the third. And it's like, yo, I've watched too much too basketball. Much. Too much. I know how this yes. goes. Yes. I know how this goes when it becomes an MVP. It doesn't become a team game. Yeah. It becomes an MVP campaign. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, when's the last MVP that won the title in the year they won MVP in? Steph Curry. And I think you go have to go back to LeBron in Miami. And then you have to go back to like Shaq. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, you know, it's just like, it's like, dog, like, it's very much like a, uh, yeah, man, it's just very much a like, dog, I've seen too much basketball. I know how this shit goes. Yeah. And that's what makes me uneasy about it. That's yeah. the only thing that makes me uneasy. It's like, it's like, I need everybody to be on the same page that like, dog, this ain't about individual accolades. It's not about DP, defensive player of the years. It's not about six minute years. It's not about anything. It is about one fucking thing. And that's the Larry OB. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We don't hang a bang. We don't hang a, hang a banner off of Jason Tatum's MVP. <laughs> That's what damn sure. If anything, they're going to hang that over his head for the rest of his exactly. career. Exactly. Exactly. But like he said, he did mention that. He mentioned when he said, when in one of those interviews, he was like, dog, the way to shut people up is winning a championship. Yeah. You can get all these things and people want to distract you with all these things. But the only way we shut me and JB shut everybody up is winning a championship. P and pivoting, that's it. Pivoting back into our conspiracy bag. Mm -hmm. You think the media is wild enough to be like, we want to curse the Celtics so bad, we will definitely give him the MVP trophy? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Here. Because... Make it enough. Yeah, because they want to they they create that rift like it's... 
Like it's Gladys Knight and the Pips. <laughs> and then ain't no ain't no come to see you, Otis. Yeah, ain't nobody's coming to see you. Marcus, JB. You know what I mean? And they want to create like this instead of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown being a great duo. Mm -hmm. It's always Batman Robin. One A, one B. This no, 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 no. Yo, I don't compare my sons, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Don't compare my sons. Like a good father, I love all my children. All my children, bro. <laughs> don't compare my sons. Because the first thing that y'all motherfuckers are going to do is try to create that rift and try to rip them apart. Yep. Because that's what y'all really want. That's what they want. And, that, and, that's, and that's the side of this. Like, people forget, this is entertainment. You know, like, what's more entertaining? Building someone up or tearing, tearing them down? down. Tearing them the down. The buildup is for the teardown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, 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 in fanatic culture, right? Yeah, we're going to build them up because when we blow them up, Ooh. oh, man, to watch Ooh. them fall. Ooh. So sad as fuck. Oh, my God. Look at this scandal. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the, the coaches lost, sick, the, the coaches lost the locker room. Oh, they had a team-only meeting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a fight on the plane over a poker game. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> straight up yo straight up I'm not gonna let them do that to the Celtics nah. bro I'm not gonna let absolutely them do that not. to them bro absolutely not nah absolutely nah. not nah these dudes Stop. got a, these dudes got an agenda too they got they got newspapers to sell not literally but they got clicks to get yeah you yeah, know that's literal that's literal they got clicks to get that's what um, it's about, man. Unfortunately, but we ain't with that wave. We want to see Marcus get his ring. We want to see JB get his ring. We Al. want to see JT, Al. We want to see everyone get their ring. Our interim coach, we want to see him get his ring. Like, like, imagine this. Let's say we do go all the way and we win. And throughout the entire season, they never take off the interim title on Joe Mazzulla, which at this point, I don't understand why they don't take it off, seeing how they're openly shopping our former coach yeah, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we shouldn't even be using the I word when we're talking about Listen, I don't use it. I use it yeah. just, for, just to be accurate to the yeah. situation. I find that word very disrespectful, <laughs> and I'm offended when I hear it, all right? Uh, it, may, it, may, it makes it feel like he's, he, he's less, less of a human being as far as I'm concerned, but I, but I digress. Um, pivoting to him, though, I think... Joe Mazzula yes. is doing a good job. Yes. I, I, the, my frustrations with Joe is this. I'm just upset that I have to go through the growing pains of another rookie head coach. Yes. That's what it is. Nothing against him. He, he's doing a, a fantastic job as far as I, I'm, I'm concerned at this juncture of the season. Mm -hmm. right? I have zero complaints. My complaints strictly come from the fact that I have to deal with growing pains. I have to learn how he likes to coach. And I don't want to. And I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, no, you're right. And that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. So I think he's doing a great job, but it's just having to go through this is just like, oh. Yeah. All right, so he's the guy who wants to let these guys play through. He's not going to call timeouts. I don't really know about that, but okay, let's see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, and you're right. It's the growing pains. Yeah. And it's like we are going to have to go through those growing pains as uh, he's going to have to go through it, and we're going to have to go through it as fans. Yeah. And, um, and, and you're right. Like, I mean, he said when this uh, in media day, he said he, our defense is there. I don't, I'm not worried about the defense. We're going to get, you know what I mean? Every year it takes on a life of its own in the way that we move in this and the third. Our defense will get together, but it's our offense. Yeah. And we recognized that last year, exactly. like them, those lulls of like, those yo, lulls. we cannot score. 
we was, cannot score. And we never get easy buckets for anybody, right. let alone our best offensive players. Right. And now we're seeing how the offense, we have the number one net rating through 11 games, and we see how our offense is moving now under under him. And it's like, and just imagine, and our defense is getting there as the, as the season has progressed, 11 games in, our defense is getting Without there. Rob Williams. And, that, and that, that's exactly what to say. And, mm-hmm. and we don't even have Robert Williams back yet. Robert you know, Williams, the third. The third, exactly. Um, and when we get there, that's when I know, I know like, yo, and that's what I mean about like the health. Like, yeah. Like, yo, this is about the team. Yeah. This is about the team. The Warriors, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking hold you. It's like, yes, the, the Warriors have a fucking maniac in Steph Curry. Yeah. A straight up alien in Steph Curry. Steph Curry, but man, he just get checked out. Yeah, yeah. He just like, get checked out. Yo, this dude's doing right now. Yeah. I want him tested. Yeah, yeah. I want him tested. He got, bank, he got bank in his system. Um, <laughs> and he's an absolute alien. But even though Steph Curry's an alien... Steph Curry is a team guy. Yeah, he is. Love him or hate him. Steph Curry could be the most arrogant. He is arrogant. Mm -hmm. He is cocky. Mm -hmm. But he's never putting himself before the team. He's yo, if Steph Curry can trade every one of his fucking MVPs for for championships, he absolutely would. With a without without a blink. And I promise you, each and every one of them got every player. LeBron would do it too. It does that shit don't matter. (laughs) Just to pivot back to your point about Draymond, you think Draymond at any point was turned to Steph, you need to be MVP this yeah, year. Dog, Otherwise, dog, the season's a failure. Dog, the, 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 or you're a failure. The Golden, the Golden State Warriors have the best record, regular season record all time. Steph Curry won an MVP, and what did that get him? Mm-hmm. Memed yeah. and jokes. <laughs> Blew a 3-1 lead, blew a 3-1 lead, blew a 3-1 lead, blew a 3 That is the banner you got <laughs> up there. Because of them, they cemented LeBron's legacy. Come on, exactly. They cemented LeBron's legacy. Yo, karma, man. Wow. Dog. <laughs> Fuck your MVP, bro. Yeah. Fuck your MVP. That shit is a curse. That shit is a curse. Oh, wow. Giannis got two MVPs. Oh, wow. He didn't win a, he didn't win a championship when he, when he, when he was MVP. Jokic got two MVPs. Steve Nash got two MVPs. Mm-hmm. AI got an MVP. KG got an MVP. Dirk got an MVP. None of them niggas won a championship of the year they won the MVP. Kobe. Kobe only has one MVP. Kobe Bryant only has one MVP. Man, Listen, suck man. my dick. That shit, come yeah, on, man. Lakers fans are listening. Let's not trigger them. That's we just a trigger, pop. We only get one triggering comment for Lakers fans per podcast. Oh, that'll nah, be our fuck second that. one. I'm, I'm doubling down. I'm doubling down. The Lakers need to trade Anthony Davis immediately. Immediately. Mm, yeah, they do, though. Immediately. They do, do. Immediately. You need to trade him for whatever you can get immediately. Why you still can. Why you still can. Cause you looking trash, <laughs> <laughs> Alec. Any thought about the Celtics this year? How the season's coming along from your perspective? Uh, it's going along pretty good. I mean, like before the season started, in one of the podcasts that we recorded, I said like I don't care about how I don't care about regular season records that much. Mm-hmm. I was always on like the train of like just get into the playoffs, make yeah. sure everybody's healthy. Right. That's all I care about. Like that's the the wave I'm on. So as far as like JT. Like, like, I want him to play at, like, an MVP level. I want him to play good basketball and play mm-hmm. great. But that's not, like, a goal that I want him to actually win the award, like I was saying. I'm all about a chip. That's all I care about. Right. So, yeah. I don't really care about getting, like, the number one seed. I don't really care about MVP trophies or any other trophy other than 
The La- Larry O'B. The Larry O'B. So it's like, yeah. And the season is still pretty early. So, I mean, yeah, so far we're looking really good. But, yeah, I'm on the wave of getting a chip. So, yeah. <laughs> and, if, chip and whatever it takes, if we, if, yeah. if we got to sit JT, sit JB, rest them during games, this, that, and we got to get their minutes down because their minutes are way too much. Yeah. Um, the Jays. Yeah. And, like, we'll, if we're going to lose a game because of it, so be it. So be it. So be it, dog. So like, be, we ain't, we have we a ain't looking for no team. number one seed. Come it on. means nothing. Nothing. We look, it we're means to win the nothing. War, not these individual battles. Word. So yeah. like, Word. Yeah. The Cavs can fucking beat us twice in Go over. Ahead. I don't have care. Like, yeah. motherfuckers, like, ready have to ring it. the alarm. I don't give a damn about losing to the Cavaliers in November, dog. Yeah. Stop talking to me. Are y'all here for chips or clout? Like, <laughs> Really? Why are you talking to me? Really? Like, what What are we talking about? Yo. What are we talking about? Seriously, I, I forgot the topic. What, yes, that's, that's, that's true. I'm, try, I'm trying to write <laughs> into the next thing. I'm not going to spend too much time on it, bro, but I've been, I've been, I've been spamming you with Mad Bowl Bowl highlights and shit. How do you feel? How do you feel? Let me put some premise on it. You already Jer- know how I feel, Jake. Jeremy, let me tell them, though. Jeremy, Jeremy loved Bobo. Ah! We traded for Bobo. Jeremy was ecstatic when we traded for Bobo. He didn't feel like he was getting a fear shake in, in Denver. He had his eyes on him for a little uh, bit. And woosah. then we traded Bobo in woosah. the dead of the night for some for a bag of shamrocks, nigga. And now Bobo is out there balling. here, hooping. Hooping in I'm Orlando. Here, listen, I for one am not necessarily a <laughs> fan of nepotism. Mm. I am not. However, when it comes to sports, when you know you have an athlete on your hand whose son and wh- whose father and or mother was a professional athlete, right? But for the sake of this argument, if you have an NBA player whose father played in the NBA, you need to hold on to him. You need to go hold on to him because you know what? At worst, you know what you're going to get? A 10-year player. (laughs) I dare anyone, right? And I'm sure there are some players, right? To run some stats on on first-generation or second-generation NBA players, right? And on average, how long their career lasts versus non-first-generation versus... Second generation NBA versus players just versus yeah. no lineage yeah, generation yeah. players, right? People who have no family who's ever played in the league. And compare on average how long their NBA careers last. Incoming. Because you want to know why? There's a lot that goes into being a professional athlete that you could only learn from your mother or father playing in that league. Because mm-hmm. they, they know it. This is how you prepare your body. But more importantly, this is how you prepare your mental you're going to have an edge against everybody else because you don't have to worry about, you don't have to go through the growing pains like I had to go through. Uh, even if it's a simple thing like, hey, when you're on the road, where to go eat versus the type of agent you should hire versus the type of endorsement you should look for versus how, how do you build a long-term relationship with the organization so that after you're done playing, they still take care of you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Bull Bull, whose father was Manute Bull, mm-hmm. right, who had a, a, a relatively long career, decently enough. Bull Bull's out here, seven foot, seven foot 16, mm-hmm. out here with unblockable shots. With the heem-heem. With the heem-heem, <laughs> Right? Literally cannot block his shot, and you don't feel it's worth keeping him around for a year or two, or quite frankly, five, to see whether or not it pans out. We're talking Steph Curry, 
Father played in the league. Clay Thompson's father played in the league, right? We're talking. Um, we, we can go on and we on. can go on and on yeah, and on, on right? And on, yeah. Like, come on, man. And <sighs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I really can't believe that we had him in our hands. A play who I wanted to draft, for the record. I wanted to draft Bobo. I was ready to give up a, a draft choice for Bobo. And then he falls into our hands via trade or whatever. Trade. And then we let him go. And now he's hooping for, what team is he hooping for? Orlando. Again? Orlando, yeah. Uh, Orlando, right? And again, and, and, and which, which team... And which team drafted him? Denver. The Denver Nuggets, whose front office... Well, it was in Miami, and then, and then traded him. And to then they traded So the, the Denver Nuggets, in their wisdom, was saw, okay, we, we want to trade for him, right? And the reason I bring up the Denver Nuggets is because I like their front office in terms of talent yes, yeah, evaluation, talent. Yeah. okay? Right? So, I, one of my, so that made me feel like he's worth it because if Denver's willing to trade for him as well... He must be good, but Denver's so deep with. I understand why Denver let him go because they had so much young talent that was producing, and he was a, a sort of odd man out. So we're just gonna let him go, or whatever. But when he fell into our hands, I thought it was Christmas, man. Mm -hmm. Because remember, I was upset, and I'm still upset. I've gone over it now that we let go of Taco Fall for separate reasons. Not that his father played in the league or anything like that, but when someone's that tall. Yeah, you what harm does he bring to your team by keeping him in the organization? So you like you have to take the gamble at that. You have to take the. He's worth the risk. Seven two. I mean, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, but and and Taco Fall seven seven six. So like, yeah. But no, no, that Bobo yeah. was seven foot two. I mean, and we traded him. We traded him for a a, a second round pick in next year's draft. <laughs> Um, we literally could, and he's out here. Who we literally we could have just kept him on. Like it, like literally. Yo, go go put the main red claws while we figure this out for you. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. I, go 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 go. Uh, I think I think go I go, really, go sweep the arena floor yeah, while I, we figure this out. Yeah, right? I truly think that. <laughs> Just chill. That was that was like I think that was Brad's first mistake mm. as a GM mm. and president. That was his first mistake, mm. um, because it was really a lot of risk. Because when we saw that we got him versus when we traded him away, we were like, okay. We don't ever want to be sitting here thinking that that was a mistake because that's a very simple, stupid mistake to make. Because like you said, you could have just had the miss. Who's, who's our last person on our bench? Y'all don't know. Mm. Y'all don't know his exactly. name. Exactly. Y'all don't know his exactly. name. Exactly. Like, yeah. What harm he was is in the game to the organization keeping him around? A second round pick is worth giving up a player with that level of potential. Especially when we are mad small right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, we are mad small. We need a big, like, we got Cornette out there and he's, he's fighting for his life in the post <laughs> defensively. Um, anyway, let me get, look, before we get mad, because I don't want to turn this into a Luke Cornette hate, hate, hate circle. We love you, Luke. It isn't yeah, you. It isn't you. It's Brad. It's, yeah. it's Brad for me, um, anyways. <laughs> uh, there was just one last thing about, okay, we'll, we'll pivot to the NFL. Um... The Patriots, I don't really even want to talk about because I don't care. Just been going to be clear. I do not give a fuck. Um, I think we play some team. I, will, I mean, we got the Colts. We got the reason why I brand the Patriots because we got the Colts. We got the Colts. Um, coach fired. Coach fired. You know what I mean? That's Shout out to all the Colts fans. I know. I know a special Colts fan that's listening right now. But go ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> 
Um, fuck. Who do we play? I'm like, I don't even like dog. This is where I'm at. This is is where I'm at as a Patriots. Fan. I was just about to say I the really, fact that you have to look it up. I really Jackie don't. Always even, just knows who we're playing. Thursday. He has a see whole season schedule memorized. He knows the bye week, the injury reports. It's Thursday, and I could give a fuck. Um, excuse my language. Sorry. Um, the Jets. The Jets. Yes, we play the Jets. Uh, who are six and three right now? Mm-hmm. We just beat the Jets um, two weeks ago, well, the, and the Jets just beat the Bills. Yes, they did. So they are on a high, and we mm-hmm. but we get the Jets at home. And once again, I don't really care about the Patriots. It really was was about a thing to pivot to the Colts. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? Excuse me about the Colts hiring Jeff Saturday, who literally was has never coached. At any level, at any well, at high school, he coached. Uh, he coached a high school team. Yes, yes. Oh, really? Co- I didn't know that. He coached a high school team. That 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 makes a difference. I mean, slightly, uh, slightly. Never coached in college. Never coached in the pros. Not even assistant coach. He has no coaching experience. From a comparison level of NFL coaches, he has zero coaching experience at all. <laughs> but Jim Ursay, who's a wild boy. He like is we a talk about Jim Jim's Ursay. a wild boy. Yo, Jim, I love you, bro. Jim, you're a wild boy, though. I Jim's love you. I love you. I love you. But you're a wild boy. He's a wild boy. <laughs> you're a wild boy. He's a wild boy. <laughs> Jim Ursay is a Yo, wild boy. No He's cap. the very definition of a wild boy. Listen, no cap. Mm-hmm. After Jerry Jones... Jim Irsay is, is, is a sports team owner that I would love to kick yes, it with. Yes, yes, I would love to kick it with. Like, yo, yes. I want to kick it. I want to kick it with Jerry on a yacht. Yes. <laughs> and I want to kick it with Jim Irsay just driving around. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Irsay would definitely have that. And just see the type of shit he gets into. Oh, he's, he's a wild boy. Yeah, he's he's a wild. We love you, Jim. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jim got that. He'll have that white for you all right. Um, <laughs> That white hot. Yeah, that white hot, baby. <laughs> color that car. Let's say that color of that car will be Coke white. <laughs> China white. China white. I, I, I promise you that, brother. Beautiful color. Beautiful, Beautiful color. color. Um, pristine. Mm. Um, yes. So Jim Irsay was okay. a wild boy. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's almost dry. Um, um, barely stepped on it. Barely. Um, Jim Irsay. The wild boy Jim Ursay, owner of the Indianapolis Colts, hired Jeff Saturday, whose latest job, his most recent job, was an NFL analyst on Get Up, an ESPN program, to be the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. How do y'all feel about that? Alec, get those. I feel like hiring a, a coach with like very little experience in the NFL. Is like way different than like in the NBA. Gotcha. I feel like the NFL is just so much, so many more, so much more like moving parts to being a head coach mm-hmm. that I really like. That lack of experience can like really, really, really show. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't having no ex- like. <laughs> I, like y'all was saying, I guess he coached a high school football team. I mean, that's <laughs> equivalent to me to being like. This dude could have been like really good at Madden or some shit. And it was, <laughs> like, the same thing to me. Wow, yeah. the disrespect. Right. So I, just, and, I love it. No, no, I love yo, it. I love and, it. Keep going. And clearly, Keep going. and clearly, he didn't create a juggernaut because yeah. we don't know who we don't know who this team is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Matter of fact, he coached Alex High School team. Oh. I'm trash ass Cardinal Spellman ass now. And he, he could have, but I wouldn't even have known him. So, but nah, but. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I think having like a lack of experience to this degree, I think is going to speak volumes. Yeah. Yeah, Especially in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah, this is pretty, pretty wild for sure. 
I mean, just to add on that, I, I agree with that point 100% because, like, all other sports, I wouldn't mind it. Someone with no experience getting the opportunity in general, right? But with the NFL, as far as I'm concerned, he's being set up to fail. Because like, you're literally coaching technically like three teams on one team in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it just seems so like it's a lot on homie's plate for having very little, I don't know, experience on the job previously. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, and nothing against, you know, uh, and nothing against Jeff in particularly. Yeah. Or 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 Jim, because you're a wild boy and I love you. Mm-hmm. But I got to ask, where was the Rooney rule in all this? So I guess. Who else got interviewed? So I guess when it comes to interim, there is no Rooney rule. How convenient. Yeah. That doesn't, yes. How convenient. So, yes. and then, uh, and then to go from interim to announce you as the head coach, I'm assuming this. Yeah, so yeah, that part, right? Because people were like, okay, fine. He said it's interim, but then in the press conference, he said, yes, I hired him for interim role and hopefully longer than that. And it's like, okay, so what you're telling me is you're hiring for the interim role and then you're going to have to hire him, hire him. That's when it's probably going to have the Rooney role, the Rooney interviews and all those Mm -hmm. other shit. But if Jeff Saturday still comes out of this as the head coach of the fucking, the the Colts, all this does is show a new way to bypass the Rooney rule. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what this kind of looks exactly. like exactly like yeah. oh you can fire your coach but just have a do like a week 17 firing yeah. when you realize you want to yep. fire your coach yeah. keep them on until yep. the end of the season yep. but be interviewing have the next person ready so you can fire him bring the dude on interim yeah. and then it's like hey and, and, and again just 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 to put it out there not to for me anyways not to say that that's what Ursa is trying to do. No. Because he to me, he's not that type of guy. This is the same no. guy who gave Tony Tony Dungy his gig and he led them to a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, and Jim Caldwell. And, and Jim Caldwell. Yeah. So I don't think that's the case at all. Who I are, just want to put who that are out black there. For, who for, are people, black. for people who don't know what we're talking about, he's hired black coaches in the past. Exactly. And Multiple. giving them genuine opportunities yes. to really do their thing and have their way with the team. I'm just saying it in general. Well, I love you, Jim. Maybe it's just a wild boy you that say, yo, fuck the Rooney Rule, I'll just Word. pay the fine. With all due respect to the culture, Word. I'll pay the fine and I'll build a school in the hood. What Word. else y'all want from me? I'm a wild boy. I mean, and, 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 and I like Jeff. Yeah. I like Jeff. Jeff's my boy. He, he, he was my center for Payton and I love him. All right? I want to give my boy a job. All right? I mean, I, uh, who who, who I donate money to to smooth this over? Because y'all yeah. know I ain't like that. Yeah. Y'all know I ain't like that. And I know you're not like that, Jim. I just have to put it out there for the audience. You know what I mean? Whom's amongst us? <laughs> Whomst amongst us hasn't put our homie on to a job. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Let who had not put their homie on cast the first stone. You know what I mean? We all know about the hookup. Come on. We all know about the We can't the be hookup. mad at the plug. Come on. But you know for the optics. And you know Jim though. at this point, after he Twice. just threatened, after he just, he, after um <laughs> the old Dan Snyder went and threatened the owners <laughs> that I got some dirt on you. And my name, Jim, Jim Ursay was like, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> they put a t- for real. Put a trigger. <laughs> Like, fam, they caught me doing coke at the NFL draft. You think you got something on me? Oh, man. Squeeze it, nigga. Squeeze it. Word. Ain't nothing left to do but to die, baby. Let's go. You know? Yo, Jim is a wild boy. A That's wild a boy. wild boy. He's a wild boy, man. I love him. Wild boy of the week. Wild boy of the week, bro. Yo, straight up. 
There's the bum of the week for niggas we hate, Yo, and then the wild boy of the week for the week. Dan Snyder really tried to come for the whole league, and of all the owners to speak out, it was Jim Irsay. No. No. <laughs> you got what? Dirt? Where's your shovel? Yeah. Bridge, where's your shovel? Word. Dirt on me? Bring two shovels. You're going to need a lot. It's a lot of dirt over here, baby. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Oh man, that's Yeah, um, who you playing with? So and and also, um, I like Jeff Saturday. Yeah, um, me too. As, as we you know, like everybody involved. It's we just, like everybody it's involved. Just it's just funny like, money, you know, bro. It's, it's like funny money, it's bro. It's funny money because at the end of the day, you could have hired someone that actually coaches on the team. Exactly. John Fox is right there. Yep. If, or if you want a, a Indianapolis legend, or to, to um um. Reggie Wayne is is on the coaching staff. Like you could have put Reggie yeah. Wayne up there. Like yeah. it's it was funny, bro. That yeah. has literally never happened before, yeah. bro. Yeah. So we're gonna have questions, yeah. and this is gonna be funny, and people aren't gonna like it, Jim. Yeah. But when you worth Billy's and you Jim Ursay, Billy's. You know what I mean, <laughs> I haven't spent my inheritance money yet. I, I'm still spending my daddy money. You understand? Old money. You understand? Old money. <laughs> we still spending JFK money out For real. here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I still got money left in Baltimore when we when we <laughs> moved the coach over here, bro. Under dig in the middle of the night, middle of the gang night, gang gang out here. We still got semis <laughs> full of old Benjamins in there. Like, what the fuck, is you talking about? I haven't spent my Super Bowl money yet. Nerd, come oh, on, man. baby, <laughs> come on. Yes, yeah, so ultimately, you know, I I hope for the best for um, Jeff Saturday. Um, yeah, I hope man. he he turns out to be a good coach. I hope we as the Patriots continue to beat up on the Colts, as I'm sure that we will. Of course. And by the way, Indianapolis fans, you're welcome. Word. It's not a coincidence they fired that other trash coach <laughs> right after Bill got done having his way with him. Frank Reich. I don't. There's something about that <laughs> last name, Frank Reich. There's something about that last name I don't like, bro. <laughs> There's something about that last name I don't like. It remind me of something. I'm not going to say, but it remind me of something. Yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, the math yeah. ain't math. The ma yeah. The math ain't math. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to trust my, my instincts And it's very one. relevant to what's uh, been going yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So... Yeah, ultimately, best of luck luck to you, Jeff. I hope you're successful. I hope you continue to lose to the Patriots, though. And I wish you nothing but success. However, I do not expect much success because nothing against you. This is a different animal. Um, I think you would have been much better served as coming on as an assistant coach to learn the ropes a little bit. But with all of that said, one thing that I do love in terms of position-wise, I love seeing a coach who used to be in the trenches yes. getting an opportunity to coach. I hated when we played the Colts back when he was the center because, yeah, Peyton Manning got all the limelight as he as he deserved, right? right. As he deserved and he but earned. But just Saturday did not miss an assignment. You, yo, you can't do that without a center like that. You need an intelligent, intelligent yes. center and to be the Jeff center for Saturday, man... He that's, did not miss a beat out. Yeah, that's there. like being a John. That's like being the catcher for John Smoltz, bro. You gotta, yeah. you gotta be able to catch that knuckleball. Yep. You have your own. The, the team literally has a catcher yep. hired a person yep. just for you, <laughs> just for you, just to catch yep. that knuckleball. Yep. You know what I mean? And and and, and Jeff Saturday's that guy. He's that guy. And um, I think I think he'll do a good job. I, th I oh, the best he can do. His yeah. eyes scare me. Yeah. Um, you said his eyes scare. Yeah, me. he's got like yeah, I, man, yo, he's he, got like he's got like White Walker like. Yeah. 
blue yeah. eyes and shit. They're yeah. mad you, like you piercing. It's you very, can't be in the trenches and, and be weak of heart. It's very it's very troubling. Yeah, um, he's about that action, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about <laughs> that action. Um, yeah. I mean, that's 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 it. I that's all I got on that. Like, you know, hopefully, you know, yeah. It's just bad timing. It's just yeah. bad timing. Yeah. This, 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 the, the, um, how happy was 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 Mike Flores when he seen this? When he seen <laughs> the this, first news. person he called was his attorney. Please yep. take note of this. Yep, I bet Please you. Take I note bet you was Mike Tomlin of in the, this. I bet you was Mike Tomlin in the group text, like getting him, <laughs> getting him mad amp. Like, yo, you see this shit? You see this, right? You see, you this? see this, right? Yo, my God, yo, my yo, God, Mike, I got yo, you. Put bro. on ESPN. Put it on. Put on ESPN. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> Mike Tomlin don't know who they playing on Sunday, but he's amp over this. <laughs> So you seen that shit? You seen it? You seen it? I mean, but um, is that it? Is that everything? That's it. I think that's everything for today's show, brother. All right, man. Yo, thank you guys for coming back once again, listening to talk our shit. We appreciate y'all. And um, prayers up to Brittany Griner and prayers up to the young man who was victimized by the Mr. Miller. And um, that's it, man. Yo, episode 58. BBB. We're on the road BBS. to 60. We're on the road to 60. All right, bro. Peace. Peace.